Hello and welcome to Docupied, a podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as DocPay. And just a small reminder that last week we started with a new format and the news roundup will be moved into its own separate episodes going forward. As you already know from the title, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about two works from author Funa. These are both light novels. The first one is I Shall Survive Using Potions, like I said, by Funa. That's published by Jane Novel Club. There are four volumes out. The fifth volume is currently being translated or simul-published with the full ebook due out in October, I think. And the second series is Saving 80,000 Gold in Another World for My Retirement, also by Funa. That one's published by Soul Press. There's only one volume currently released, and as far as I know, there haven't been any updates in months on volume two, so yeah, I really have no idea what's going on there, but that's a whole separate topic. So anyway, here is your spoiler warning. As usual, I'm not going to talk about any specific plot or character developments, but I will be talking in general about both of these series. So I would be remiss not to bring up the third Funa light novel series, probably the most popular of the bunch, which is Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in My Next Life, which is Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life. I'm actually going to save that one for next week, mostly because I wanted to dedicate a little more time to it, and because of the three light novel series from Funa that we have in English, That one also has an anime, so there's just a bit more going on there, Um, and I didn't want to squeeze that in here. One thing I think I will say from the start, that Abilities Average is probably the best of the three, or at the very least, it's clearly the most well-written and fleshed out of them, and I do think I probably like it best. However, I also really like I Shall Survive Using Potions, but I can definitely recognize that I think Abilities Average is clearly the like better work overall. It's Funa's most recent one. The These two that I'm going to talk about today were older series that start off as web novels. And it's pretty clear that they're like very early works, kind of unpolished in terms of storytelling and like character development. So I Shall Survive Using Potions is a comedy isekai series. It is very light and easy to read, and I know that's a general feature of light novels, and so most of them have that, but I think Funa is particularly breezy. All three of these works, at least to me, feel incredibly easy to read and hard to put down, really. But especially in comparison to some others that can be a little more dense, In comparison, Funa is maybe the fluffiest, breeziest of the bunch that I've read. This author is kind of the epitome of, like, nice popcorn light novels. Not to say that there's not more to it, and, you know, popcorn's like my favorite snack, so the analogy might not be exactly accurate for some of you out there. But for me, it's like a really great, nice, light snack. I Shall Survive Using Potions follows our main character Kaoru, 
and in kind of classic isekai form she's accidentally killed by some supervisor god that takes care of earth and so they agree to reincarnate her in a different world so it's it's very standard isekai stuff that is one thing about una's works is you're not going in necessarily thinking that the setup is unique it really doesn't break the mold or formula on isekai so don't go in thinking this is some like revolutionary style of isekai storytelling it's not now that doesn't mean it's bad or that's not a negative i'm simply saying don't count it among the ranks of stories that take isekai and twist it in a certain way or use the genre in like unique ways it's just not that so basically as part of her reincarnation she requests some you know crazy power that's typical of you know light novels and specifically she asks for two things one the ability to create potions anytime she pleases with whatever effect she wants it to have and in any container that she imagines and then two she asks for like a like an item box so you know like a a box that leads to another dimension that she can like a pocket dimension that she can use for storage um oh and she also asks the ability to understand and speak all the languages and have the same body she did when she was you know younger like to reincarnate as herself not as like a different person who has the same you know like her soul or anything so actually she asked for more than one thing now that i'm looking back on that in the case of this story the like supervisor god and goddesses of these worlds are actual characters and they do play a role and they come back specifically the goddess of the world she gets reincarnated into which is celeste or celestine is her full name essentially you'll learn that celeste is into the god who supervises earth and kaori uses that to her kind of negotiating advantage to get all those concessions on like abilities and and powers and stuff but in the process they also bond and become friends and that continues to play a role in the story because in this other world celeste has an actual like presence to people there they know who she is she's come down a few times to like take care of things like distortions or whatever so they don't worship her because she's some you know religion or mysterious god or goddess figure the religions of the world worship her because she literally exists to them and that actually causes a good bit of plot stuff <laughs> later on but things happen with kaoru and she uses her powers to do some funky stuff and and so she gets not mistaken for the goddess but they think she's like another goddess like celestine or that she's like an angel or something like that so a lot of shenanigans in like happen wherever she goes generally speaking the plot is pretty straightforward kaoru's kind of goal or aim is to live a quiet life find a husband and like have kids <laughs> i mean that's pretty straightforward for what she's looking for but because of her powers and she's also kind of you know modern day person doesn't want to leave people hanging or when things happen within her reach she wants to help and she gets dragged into a lot of stuff or 
she causes big commotions because of her complete lack of forethought or insight into what she's doing, especially in relation to the world she's in. And so it causes her a whole lot of nonsense to come knocking at her door. And there's no way people are going to leave her alone as a result. A lot of the story revolves around Kaoru and then later on a bunch of other characters that start to travel with her. So they, they're traveling around, they stop in a place, Kaoru tries to like set up a shop or a store or something and it gets out of hand and she has to like deal with the fallout of all this crazy nonsense happening around her and she's always insisting that she's a, a normal person so it's it's hard not to bring up abilities average because there's a lot of overlap between our main characters but again i said i'm going to talk about that one next episode so i'll we'll come back to that but yeah Ka kaoru is she's very funny in a typical like funa protagonist way she's somewhat like insightful pretty smart comes up with like decent plans and strategies and uses her powers pretty interestingly but she's also in other ways like totally dense and a complete idiot and is completely unable to read the room sometimes and she has no idea how outrageous the things she does are on occasion which causes her a lot of you know headaches and not literal headaches, but causes a lot of stuff to happen that she has to then deal with. And it's almost always her own fault, which is wonderful comeuppance. Kaoru is the main narrator and the POV for, I think, all of the story. There's occasional side story chapters where some of the other characters are, you know, narrators or POVs. But primarily it's, it's Kaoru. Her quips are hilarious and funny and listening or... I guess reading her thought process on her kind of inane strategies and plans uh, or just the complete lack of realization of how like out of touch she can be is, is always amusing and fun. She generally wants very little to do with any like annoying things that come her way. So dealing with like royalty or dealing with the religions of the region, any of the the things that come to her and try and like use her powers or use her for influence or whatever she really wants like nothing to do with that so listening to her constantly like rebuff all these people coming to try and take advantage of her or get them like win her over is is actually really enjoyable she just like shuts them down hardcore but then she'll still help out all these other people so there is quite a lot of satisfaction there in her like sticking it to the ruling class or the the wealthy and the powerful most of the like villains or bad guys that they write in these stories are pretty pretty unsympathetic overall so you're not gonna feel bad for them it's not that kind of story it, in fact in terms of story and like plotting when i say that the story is very breezy i i do mean that in both the way funa writes but I also mean that in the actual storytelling here, things progress and move very quickly in uh, potions. Occasionally there's like significant jumps of time between events and chapters as well. And things just like, you know, move on. There's really no stalling or dilly-dallying on plot here. In some ways, I, I really like that about this work, that it doesn't it doesn't like lollygag and it really gets it 
it's in gear kind of all the time. A lot happens in each volume, and a lot happens just kind of in general in this work. They move through plots and stories and events very quickly. Like a war breaks out in one of the volumes, and it also ends in that volume. Conflicts are fast. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't like overarching story and plot that exist, but generally speaking, it doesn't actually follow a whole lot of overarching plot. Each volume and each kind of story just kind of flows. There's not always like direct connections. Like I said, occasionally things happen with like a greater plot, but generally speaking, at least for the first four volumes, Kaudu just kind of goes somewhere, does some stuff, gets into some trouble or causes some trouble, resolves it, moves on. And that's kind of the plot. You do eventually get kind of a central group of characters that start to travel with her, and they get established, you know, in like volume two and then three, uh, and then obviously that kind of continues into four. But this, this central group is made up of a bunch of people that she either helped or influenced, um, stuff like that. One girl she rescued from kidnappers and kind of adopts her as her, like, pseudo-daughter kind of thing, Layette. You have Roland and Francette. They get introduced um, pretty early on, and they're both... Well, Roland is, is royalty from another country, but he doesn't hold, like, direct power. His brother's the king. Francette is, like, a knight. And then you have Emile and Belle. And they're part of a group that she establishes, like the Eyes of the Goddess, which were essentially a bunch of like orphans, um, but like street urchin type kids who she kind of takes under her wing, provides food for, you know, teaches them some stuff, heals them, keeps them alive. And they become her like spy network almost. She uses them for, not uses them, but they do tasks for her, like finding people she can help. They pass her information along, that kind of thing. And so these two were part of that group of like street urchin orphan kids, and they decide to to travel with her as well. So there's there's actually quite a bit of like comedy bouncing off between those four that join because they're both couples. So like Roland and Francette are engaged, and Emile and Belle are you know, clearly kind of in love and together. And so Kaudu is like constantly jealous and like stressing over that, like, oh, I need to find myself a husband ASAP, that kind of thing. And so there's a there's a good bit of humor that comes from her like reacting to them being like lovey-dovey or, or whatever. So in that vein, there's romance, and Kaudu certainly wants there to be romance, but I actually wouldn't necessarily call this a very romance-heavy story. It's more just straight comedy. Obviously, it's set in like a fantasy world. I, I didn't mention that, but it's, it's like fantasy. However, I don't think anyone has like powers or abilities. It's literally just Kaoru who actually has and can do crazy things. Aside from the fact that, you know, like the world's supervising goddess comes down and does stuff. So in that way, while I say it's fantasy, it's, it's more just a less developed world that Kaoru herself is the fantasy element 
overall the characters are there they're funny they definitely have like pretty unique personalities and roles i wouldn't necessarily say they're like cookie cutter characters either but the main thrust of the story is Kaoru herself and everyone else is kind of tertiary they're there to bounce off of they're there to provide additional you know things to work with in comedy and stories but the main draw of the work is Kaoru so if you read the first volume and you like Kaoru as a protagonist as a character you find her funny then this series will definitely be up your alley if for some reason you can't stand Kaoru, it's not going to change. She is the primary driving force of everything that happens in this story. Kind of summing up narratively, it's a very straightforward story. You're not going to necessarily be surprised or like overly wowed by this. But when I started reading this, I couldn't put the volume down and was just laughing a whole lot. It's just a very breezy, fun, funny work. Maybe Funa's something that you either like or don't. I mean, I guess it's true of everything. It's kind of a stupid point. But what I'm getting at is that I fall on the side of people that really enjoy Funa's way of storytelling. So in that respect, if you like any of Funa's other work, you know, for example, Abilities Average, you will like this series. You will like I Shall Survive Using Potions. If you don't like Abilities Average, there's a high probability you won't like this one. However, it can also depend on the reason why you like or don't like those. But the kind of point stands is that Funa has a particular style and all three of Funa's light novels or light novel series overlap quite a bit, I would say, in a lot of ways. So speaking of overlap, saving 80,000 gold in another world for my retirement now this series only has one volume so there's not like a whole lot I can talk about in terms of developments for this work. I don't know how it goes from there, but the one volume I read, I did enjoy. Like I said, I am a fan of Funa's style, and that style I do think is very breezy storytelling and writing, funny witty character writing and dialogue, and I think the main characters of all these three light novel series are like very similar. So in this series, uh, Mitsuha is the main character. It is half isekai. <laughs> it's not necessarily the greatest uh, description, but essentially she, at the beginning of the book, falls off a cliff because of some, you know, nonsense, falls off the cliff, finds herself you know, she wakes up in this, like, medieval European fantasy world. And then she discovers she actually has the ability to travel between Earth and this fantasy world. So, like I said, it is an isekai, but it's one where she goes back and forth. She is a character, I think, is actually, like, very similar to Kaoru, where she's not stupid. Like, she's fairly smart, comes up with decent strategies and plans and stuff but she often overlooks a lot of things and similarly to Kaoru sometimes comes up with like really convoluted stupid harebrained schemes but then carries them out like exactly like she might have thought or it goes really well like things work out for her in that way just like it does for Kaoru so in a lot of ways her narration will remind you a lot of Kaoru's 
or you know abilities average. She is the main or only POV character, at least in the first volume, and she is also narrates. So it's all coming from her perspective. I don't know if I can really talk about a difference between like an overarching plot and more like volume by volume plots because there's only one volume out in English, but the general thrust of the volume is she wants to use her ability to travel between these worlds in order to save up for retirement. And so she tries and wants to get 80,000 gold coins and she's going to use her ability to like bring stuff between the worlds and use that to, you know, make and earn money and retire. This new like fantasy world um I don't know that it again, I don't believe it's fantasy in like the high fantasy magic and you know different fantasy races of people kind of way and more in the it's just kind of like medieval earth but regardless she starts to learn how to like fight and brings like weapons back and forth or from earth into this old world so she can like defend herself from things like wolves for example and then you know like i said is bringing stuff back and forth between and and using their either rarity or difficulty of acquiring in either world to then like sell it or exchange it in the other world there's really only there's a handful of other characters that get introduced um in the other world there's this family that like heals her and takes care of her when she's injured and she becomes close with them and back on earth there's like a weapons dealer (laughs) kind of thing that she starts to do business with and like train her how to use weapons and fight and stuff but other than that Mitsuha herself is is pretty much the only like main character. I don't know if that changes. Like I said, there's only one volume, but she is it essentially for this first volume. I don't doubt that in typical Funa fashion, Mitsuha will gather herself a group of people around her that she will continue to like stay with and travel with or or do stuff with. Both of his, of Funa's other works do that exact thing. You know, initially it's the main character, and then it expands pretty quick from there. And that's largely because all three of those works are isekai stories, so the character kind of always starts off by themselves, and then then they, through various circumstances, meet and gather their, like, group of companions. So in a lot of ways, there are some, like, really structural similarities between all of these works by Funa. The purpose of the narratives and the goals of the main characters are all slightly different i wouldn't say they're particularly like they're not as different as they might sound on paper (laughs) in that way or maybe the the way they go about accomplishing them isn't really that different from each other whereas you know mitsuha wants to retire and she wants to save up money and retire kaoru wants to live a quiet life get married settle down and that kind of thing and then there's abilities average, which, like I said, I'll talk about next time. But she generally just wants to be a normal girl. And so in that way, they're all like, their goals are different, but there's a lot of similarities there. I wouldn't necessarily recommend reading all these stories like one after another. Or maybe I would. I don't know. I did. When I started reading Funa, I think I first dove into Potions and then I read everything that was published at the time and then i read abilities average and read that up to date and then i read you know saving at the eighty thousand gold 
the first volume, and now I'm kind of keeping up with all of them. So at least for me, when I started and I first discovered Funa, I was like, I need more. I need more of this exact thing. And reading all three of these series gave me that. They give you that. Like if you get to the last volume of Potions and you're like, man, that was so much fun. I wish I could read something else that was kind of like this, but not, or that's different. Boom, abilities average. It completely satisfies that craving. Or if you do the reverse and read any of these. I'm a little different in that way. Where like sometimes I just want to like go whole hog on something that I'm really enjoying. And so I just devour all of it. Some people like to change things up. So maybe you read one of these Funa series and then you come back to the other one another time. You know, everyone does things their own way. But in that respect, Funa's works will scratch that itch if you're looking for that light, breezy, funny comedy type series. Uh, also going back, Saving 80,000 Gold is a comedy series just like all the others. Funa is a kind of comedy writer. A lot of that comedy comes from the, like I said, witty kind of retort-based uh, narration that the main characters do, as well as the ridiculous kind of situations they put themselves in because of their own, you know, either <laughs> stupid decisions or lack of, you know, deep, not deep, but like lack of kind of foresight in any way. They just kind of like, hey, I did a thing. Oh, shit. I didn't think that would happen. And then everyone's like, you know, forehead smack. That, that was exactly what was going to happen if you did that. So at least for me, Una is the absolute perfect, breezy, easy to read, funny, isekai light novel series writer any of funa's three series are worth reading sadly like i said i don't know what's going on with the publication of saving saving 80,000 gold the soul press like i don't know what the deal is there so that one's kind of in limbo but potions is being published by j novel club the fifth volume is simul publishing now i think the sixth volume only just recently came out in japan anyway and then there's abilities average which Again, I'll talk about more next time, but there are nine volumes out with ten coming out soon. So that's quite a bit of content to jump into. All in all, at least for me, it's hard not to recommend something as enjoyable as, you know, a Funa light novel series. So that's why I'm talking about them. You should definitely check out I Shall Survive Using Potions by Funa, published by J Novel Club. Like I said, there are four volumes currently out. The fifth one is due out in October. And then there's Saving 80,000 Gold in Another World for My Retirement, published by Soul Press with one volume out. And who the fuck knows what's going on with volume two. In that respect, I'm not sure I could recommend picking this series up yet, at least from Soul Press, just because it's just kind of disappeared off their map. And there's been no updates in months regarding what's going on with the publication there. So, so Potions is, is definitely a great place to start. It is a great first impression for Funa. That's going to wrap me up for this episode. Thanks for listening. You can follow my Twitter, I am DocPay, for updates. If you like DocuPy, if you like this podcast, please leave me a review. Let me know what you think about it wherever you listen to podcasts. Any feedback and reviews help. I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.